yesterday I I recorded my highest earnings yet ever as a freelancer. Wow. In a day. There we go. Yeah. Nice. It feels awesome. great. Hello and welcome to episode 23 of My Freelance Life, a podcast from the team here at Milo. I'm Preston and with me on the air as always every week is my friend Andy. Hey Andy, how are you doing today? Good, thank you. Good, man. It's nice to chat with you. It's actually been a couple weeks for us, so I'm excited to catch up today. Yeah. If you've been listening to the show all along the way, you know that Andy quit his job to start working for himself about a year ago, and uh, this show is a weekly check-in between me and Andy to see what really happens when you decide to start freelancing full-time. And I think we talked about this last time. It is a weekly check-in, but you know, every once in a while, we do have uh, a life outside of this podcast. So the reason we're on episode 23, <laughs> but a year in, is because it's maybe a fortnightly, uh, maybe a fortnightly show or, or every yes. two weeks or something but uh either way it's a regular check-in between me and andy to see what happens when you start freelancing full-time you'll find show notes for this episode and all of our previous episodes at freelancelifepodcast.com and this particular episode is sponsored by scout puppy we appreciate their support if you've tried like pay-per-click advertising for your business and you haven't had very much success with it or if you've been uh burned by some of these modern marketing techniques that you just can't really wrap your brain around as a freelancer, then you should drop those for now and try becoming a Scout Puppy local trusted merchant. So particularly if you're a freelancer trying to get local business, I'm trying to get local companies to hire you. Scout Puppy builds you a one-page standalone website hosted on their platform. Then they write all of the content. They add pictures, they add videos, they add links back to your website or your social media tons of strong keywords. They do a bunch of SEO work for you. And then they submit your new one page website. Um, It's like on steroids. They submit it over to to over 200 search engines. And then just to be sure that it stays high in the ranks, they write uh, regular uh, content for you. About every three months, they'll write a fresh new post for you. Listeners of this show can enter promo code Andy50 and save 50% off. That's half off of your first month at scoutpuppy.com. Just click the little add business button in the menu bar enter Andy50, A-N-D-Y-5-0 at checkout and get started growing your local freelancing business today. That's scoutpuppy.com with promo code Andy50. Okay, we're going to dive into today's conversation, Andy. Like I said, it's been a couple weeks. I'm excited to hear how things are going. We also were starting to talk about a couple things off the air, so maybe we can bring those back up later. But how are things going, man? Yeah, things are going well. In fact, well, I mean, some... I think they're doing they're I feel like they're doing really well because last night, which was much more recent than I would like it to be because I stayed up really late and working on a project. But last <laughs> night, yesterday, I I recorded my highest earnings yet ever as a freelancer. Wow. In a day. There we go. Yeah. Nice. It feels awesome. great. And uh I I mean over the last several weeks averaged out it's been pretty average but because that just happened i like i feel like oh yeah and then the next few days are going to be high as well hopefully and then so yeah it's a good it's a good time for freelancing for me that's so cool that's fantastic congratulations i mean that's that's a big deal Thank like you. and it's these it's these um little road uh, or what do you call them, milestones that just really get you pumped and keep you going um, and, and sort of help you see what's possible. I mean, 
how big of a number are we talking? Like, are we, are we talking like numbers you never thought you could do in a day? Or is it sort of like you had this goal for a while and you finally hit it? Or, or what's the context of the particular number? Um, well, I actually, I only beat my previous one, my previous record. Cause I, I have a thing that shows me what my highest day has ever been. And I have, a, you, I bet you have this all in like this amazing spreadsheet, right? <laughs> no, it, well, it is a, it's a pretty cool spreadsheet, but it's not, <laughs> it's kind of just, uh, scattered because it's just for me and I haven't taken the time to right. work. Because like, the cobbler's kids nice never it. have shoes, right? Yeah. You heard that saying? Yeah. Wow. That's, Sorry. no, Get that's it. a great song. <laughs> And that's totally, that totally feels right. But, uh, so I only, I only beat it by a little bit, but the last one was also like very, very, um, pleasantly high as well. So I don't know that I ever, like, I knew that this was possible, but it wasn't like I was ever thinking, oh, I'm going to get there someday. But once I like started raising my rates more and more, I knew that such a day was possible, but usually I just didn't work enough hours in a day to make it to make it work. And it was just, it just happened that somebody with who was, you know, had a, a, a large project and they wanted to get it done really quick. And I thought I can just push through and get it done really quick and earn a lot. I mean, I would have made this much eventually, but I was able to just do it the rest of it in one day. And so it kind of all got grouped yeah. together. And yeah. So it was the, the, pro, the, the project was priced based on, the project completion not on like number of hours that you work uh no it was based on hours or you just crammed in, you just crammed in a bunch of hours but, yeah the client said you know they they've been really cool to work with all along the way and they said you know i this is really awesome and we we'd kept kind of adding things to it adding features and whatnot and they said you know i love what how it's looking this is really great i do need to get it done really soon because I've been promising this to other people for a long time. He said, as soon as you can get it done would be awesome. So I just kind of told him, okay, I'll get it done by, by Wednesday. And so I had to push through and get it all done. Nice. Cool. Well, I mean, congratulations. That's fantastic. That's, that's really great. What else? What else is happening? Yeah. 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 Um, I should say, I saw you in your play. You were in a play. I came and saw. Yeah. It was awesome. So that was fun. Thank you, by the way. That was really fun to see you there. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was fun to go. We, My wife and I haven't been to a play in a while, so it was fun to to get to the theater. You know, <laughs> that was good. It was really yeah, good. we actually, this is our last week. So after Friday and Saturday, we'll be done. That's but fun. But it's been a good experience, and it's been nice. I think we talked about it more either at the beginning of this show or the last show I was in, how it's nice to like freelancing does totally tie into this because it feels, I would imagine way less stressful compared to all the, my peers in the show who are like coming from their full-time job and directly going to rehearsal or to a performance. Whereas me, I, I feel like my day is just a bit more relaxed and it's not like I'm rushing, grabbing something to eat on the way from dinner or from on the way from work to the show. And I think it's, if, if it hasn't totally enabled me to do this, which I would say it hasn't because everyone else does it without being a freelancer, but (laughs) 
if it hasn't done that, it's certainly made it a lot more pleasant and I don't feel as stressed and I don't have to, I don't know, like carry the weight of, of both of those things in the same sort of way. Yeah, no, I totally know what you're talking about. I mean, I, I even told you off the air, you know, we were talking about the play and I thought it could be fun. You know, I did a little bit of, of that in high school and I thought it could be fun to just go like be an extra or something and, and, um, and maybe participate somehow and maybe take my kids and participate in theater, at least try it out or whatever. And that never would have even, I mean, I, I maybe would have talked about it in the past, but I never would have seriously considered it because yeah, there's just too, uh, your time is just too far spent by the time you get home from work after the commute, you have other, you know, obligations with family or volunteer obligations or whatever, like all the, all the dozens and dozens of things that we all have going on. I, I never would have actually considered it. So I think, yeah, I, I think it relates back to freelancing 100% because it's, it's opened up this life. I mean, this podcast is about your freelancing life and, and the lifestyle that you're able to mm. live because of it. And maybe it didn't enable it for you, but like for me, it's a total, I would not do it at all. Um, I wouldn't even consider it except now I have a lot more flexibility in my schedule as well. So very cool. So we can look forward to seeing you starring in an upcoming show. That's right. That's right. Yeah. But, but I, (laughs) but uh, um, no, definitely not. Um, but, um, but in all seriousness, like I, I have a friend here in my neighborhood, he goes to, to my same church. And, and so we were talking on Sunday, he performs at that theater as well. And he does every year he does a Christmas carol, you know, the Scrooge thing for listeners. Oh, yeah, yeah. And um, every year they've done it for like a few years. And I was talking to him and he was like, yeah, I just don't know if we're going to do it this year. I, I went back to school and like we're so busy. We just have so much going on and it's so much time. It's such a time commitment. And so I think that shows the complete opposite side of what you're talking about, which is, yeah. Uh, and, and you know, what, a, what an opportunity and a, and a blessing or call it what you will for those of us who do have more flexibility um, and, and also like bravo to those who don't have as much flexibility with work and they still oh, no take time kidding. to do the things they really care about. Yeah. It's, it's amazing to me to watch people there. I mean, when it, when it comes down to it, like there's a lot of things that I have, don't have to worry about. I don't have kids, so I don't have the time, uh, constraints there. I don't have a normal job, so I don't have the time constraints there. And then there are people there who, have kids and a job and still make it work. And it's, it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, what else is going on? I mean, what, what are you up to lately in terms of work or, you know, is your workload increasing, decreasing, going as planned, any fun future plans or. Yeah. Well, my, Oh, I forgot. I do have a, a good uh, anecdote for this week, but um, not that, I was worried that we would have anything to talk about. We <laughs> well, sometimes. I mean, sometimes <laughs> we, we we always seem to get on something, and it and it. I hope it turns out valuable. It feels valuable to me. Hope it does for the listeners. Um, but yeah, the the workload has been good. Um, it's been it's been nice because I've had you know a couple of good new possibilities come through. They haven't all all panned out, but I also have had some like some. I don't know, would, would you call it like an evergreen client maybe that, you know, they're kind of there and we have projects and, and they're kind of just move ch- chugging along and they're either at like my, my newest real high rate or they're like a good, like solid, I'm very happy with this sort of rate, rate. 
And so I, I felt like my workload is going well. In fact, I was getting a bunch of invitations to interview and spending a lot of time to re- replying to those. And I started feeling like, oh, maybe I shouldn't, maybe I shouldn't uh, accept so many of these. Well, I mean, it's always okay to accept the invitation because then you can see where it goes from there. But anyway, I was, I was worried for a little bit that maybe I was bringing on too much, but because a handful of those haven't come through yet, or they, they might not that I'm, I'm not overloaded, but I certainly have enough to do. And so I workload feels really good right now. And, uh, in fact, one client that I finished something for, oh, months ago, uh, they, they contacted me and wanted to do some updates to things. And that's not entirely, uh, rare or unique, but I just had a talk with them yesterday and it was really nice because they were, um, they were telling me about the previous thing. I helped them like kind of smooth out a process. They had a bunch of different, uh, different locations and programs that had to fill out the same form about a program they were offering. And it was kind of a hectic form. And then it was hectic for like the site managers to look at it. Anyway, I helped them kind of smooth that out, make it a little more user-friendly. And they said to me yesterday on our, on our phone call, they said that they, what did they say? Like 90% of their, their, uh, form submissions or their reporting for the half year mark, 90% of their submissions were done on time. And that was like, totally unheard of before. And they attributed that. They said, it must've been really easy to use. So thank you very much. And so that was a good a note yeah, great from feedback. a client. And I wrote it down, which I think is a good idea. I've tried to do this. Unfortunately, I don't have them all in the same place yet, but to keep track of these things of feedback because it would be nice to kind of put them like customer testimonials in my profile or later when I build, you know, a, a, uh, uh, outward facing website right. for my services, then I can put little snippets on there. And, uh, yeah, the, in fact, that's something, uh, we, we've probably talked about it before back when I was, you know, more aggressively working on building up a, a company website, but I, I have this idea. Tell me what you think about it, where I want to just somehow email, maybe I'll go back through all the messages and, and contact all my old, or current clients and ask them for permission to use their, well, here's, I feel like I'm rambling. I'll get to a a question point in a second, but I feel like (laughs) if someone leaves me feedback publicly on my Upwork profile page that I could use any of the text from that as a promotion on my website or any anywhere else. But I I do feel like I should ask permission if I, if I wanted to attribute it to their company or to their name or something like that. Does that sound reasonable to you? Uh, you know, obviously like for you and for listeners, I would say, uh, I would err on the side of caution. I think it kind of depends on your relationship with the client, uh, and, and how you plan to use it. Like if, like there's a difference between like just putting it on a testimonial site or testimonial section on your site versus like running Facebook ads that say, you know, this, Ooh, yeah. that say like this client from Google really loved my work. Like that starts to feel a little bit uh, fuzzier. You know what I mean? To me, I would mm-hmm. say, I would say you have to sort of gauge your relationship with them and, and, and I would err on the side of just like giving them a heads up. 
Um, it, it makes more sense to do when they first give it to you because they like the feedback because they like love you and they're they're so grateful for the work you've done. And so it's really easy to just say in that moment, thank you so much for this feedback. It means so much. Um, I'm really honored and flattered that you would say that. I'd love to post this on my website and maybe other places. Is that okay? And and most people don't care. They'll just say, yeah, sure, go for it. Um, you know, but but I'd say, especially if you're going to use their company name, depending on the companies you've worked with, I would maybe uh, I would maybe just get like a just an email permission or whatever. But but also, there's other ways you can do it. Like you can just say even without testimonials. Like I know plenty of consultants or or freelancers who say like I've worked with some of the biggest brands in the world like Google and Airbnb and you know they just list a few and so I don't think you really need permission mm-hmm. necessarily to do that and I know Andy you've worked with a couple names that people would recognize. Um so I I don't know. I think it all comes back to your relationship with with the client, how comfortable you feel doing that with or without their explicit permission, but I think most people are fine with that and sort of expect it to be honest. Yeah, and that, that's true. I guess when they're posting it publicly, at least with within the Upwork yeah. platform, Especially which could theoretically public, yeah. be seen by anyone, yes, then it would be okay. And and yeah, I think that if I were to like take little snippets out and just like I can picture it, maybe you you can visualize this on a site where like there's this scrolling marquee at the bottom, you know, where it like goes through different customer testimonials. Yeah, and it says, you know, it's just like. Andy built something amazing or this right. saved our team hours or and whatever. You know what? like, but then oh, sorry, maybe put names and companies under it where it's, where it's, I guess, worthwhile or impressive or something. Yeah. I think, uh, I think especially in today's world, you know, um, like peer reviews and ratings and that sort of thing means so much to people when they're buying, like that trust factor comes through immediately. I know my friends, David and Lou, uh, who run a company called Reliable PSD? They do um, like PSD uh, Photoshop to like HTML and and a bunch of other things, and they do it fantastically. They have a great company they're running, and um, I know they at one time. I don't know. I can check, but I, but I know at one time they had just a whole page dedicated to testimonials, and it was like very long. <laughs> like they just anything that they could say that uh, that a client or customer had said, they just put on there. Um, and of course, they, I assume they sort of, they're great marketers, so they sort of rank them, I'm sure, based on the most impressive ones or the biggest names, companies or anything that they've worked with. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, like, I think you can't have too much of that. Uh, I think it's a huge factor when, especially because there's just so many people who you could hire and they just are duds, you know. And so if you have someone telling you, no, this guy knows what he's talking about, he knows what he's doing, he delivers on time, he's great to work with, uh, et cetera, et cetera. I think it's a huge motivating factor for new potential clients. You know, I think there's one other thing I should check. I think it would be awesome to have a page like that or at least a section of like a one-page website when I get to that point. But I just realized I should maybe check, well, I should just to double-check, just to be sure, um, Upwork's policies because my work and these reviews are coming through Upwork there could be something in there where Upwork says like anything written in feedback is blah, 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 blah. You can't use it to market yourself outside of Upwork or something. Cause of course they want to keep all the, uh, all the business yeah. coming through them. Yeah. That's, that's, that's valid. I, I mean, that's, that's definitely worth looking into, especially where 100% of your business comes through Upwork right now. You'd hate to burn that bridge. So I, 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 I Which, can't see how they would like monitor that. 
well, you know what I mean? Yeah. Not that it makes it honest but, to do it, but but uh, I just I can't yeah. see if they would have that kind of policy. Maybe maybe they don't. It'll be interesting to find out. Yeah. And well, I have a. I was going to jump into something else. I don't know why. I felt like that was a, a <laughs> Go good segue it. into another thing. <laughs> but if you want to pause now. Because this might launch us into something else new. Well, but yeah, before maybe before we launch into something new, I I do want to bring up really quickly. We have another uh, sponsor for this episode. We're so thankful for the support that we get from our sponsors. It helps us put the show on regularly, and um, and so I want to thank Poster Burner. This company called Poster Burner. They well, so uh, you know, on this show we talk every once in a while about Andy's travels or my travels. Andy travels like around the world. I travel like down the street, but <laughs> Andy travels around the world. He, he can work from anywhere. You know, as we were talking about earlier in the episode, uh, he just is kind of a work from anywhere sort of freelancer. If he wants to pick up and go work from France, he kind of can. And uh, we've shared some of the incredible pictures that Andy has had when he, on his trip to Trinidad and Tobago and uh, all of that sort of thing. I think we all have these kinds of photos, whether we, whether it's like me and you go like down the street or just a couple hours away or whether you go across the world, you have these amazing photos with people you love or, or maybe scenery that you really love that you've captured and it's maybe sitting on your social media accounts or sitting on your camera. But I think all of us have been there where we wanted to turn that perfect image into something that we can see every day or we can see just regularly. Posterburner.com turns your photos into amazing large prints. So you can kind of imagine like walking into your office or something and seeing just a giant, you know, family vacation photo or awesome scenery, something very memorable from one of your trips. Poster Burner is easy to use. It's affordable. The quality is top notch. They make amazing posters. When I, when I say posters, I'm not talking about like I used to be in the movie industry. These aren't like these flimsy throwaway posters. These are thick, uh, premium photo paper posters. You can get a 24 by 36, which is literally a movie-sized poster like what you see in the movie theaters. It's under 20 bucks. Super affordable. They also make, you know, canvas prints, metal prints, decals, stickers, banners. They make a bunch of stuff. You can go to posterburner.com slash Andy, A-N-D-Y, today, and you'll get an additional, an additional 10% off your order. The discount applies to every type of print they offer. You don't have to buy something specific. So if you head to posterburner.com slash Andy, and uh, you'll get 10% off automatically applied, no no promo code required, go to posterburner.com. Give it a try and and uh, let us know what you think as well. I I think they they provide a really stellar product, and uh, we're happy to have their support on the show. I think we can dive into Andy what you want to talk about, and then I do want to take at least two minutes at the end and come back to the question of your website because I think a few episodes, maybe maybe even like ten episodes ago, we talked about your website and you were going to launch a website, yeah. the name of it, and all of that, and then we kind of never talked about it again. And I just realized you brought it back up in this episode. We haven't covered it in a while. So let's chat what you want to chat about, and then maybe we can dive into that okay. too before we wrap up the episode. All right, yeah. So this this other thing, I mean, it was a weak segue at best, but you did say, <laughs> I don't know, I was grasping something. You said, um, yeah, 100% of your work has come from Upwork. And it reminded me of the thing I wanted to... Uh, well, the thing I was going to talk about today, the anecdote that's different for this last week, and that is that um, I may have, well, I've started down the path of acquiring a non-Upwork client. Nice. And this just came from a serendipitous meeting. Yeah, I'm excited for this one because it's with, um, it could be something 
I think really good. Anyway, it was the serendipitous meeting. I was just talking with someone and, um, was introduced to them by my sister and we were, and we were talking and he just casually asked me like, Oh yeah, what do you do? And I started explaining it to him like I normally do. And then of course, when I'm done, he said, that sounds like exactly what we need here. And, and I said, <laughs> Oh really? And so he, he described to me the, the issue they were having and how they were having these, uh, this, this like big complicated, unfortunate Excel spreadsheet. And one person was in charge of like entering data and doing some calculations on it monthly. And then everyone else was kind of waiting on them to get certain payment things done. And, and he, and he, and anyway, he like described this to me and I said, he said, is that something you do? And I said, that is like exactly the sort of thing I do. (laughs) I mean, it fits exactly within that. And literally like when I was done talking to him, I was about on my way somewhere where I was going to work on a project for another client that was really, really similar to that. And so I told him, I was like, yeah, I'm about to go build something just like this. And so that was really cool. And he told me that, you know, he's going to, he'll, um, maybe reach out to me in the future. And I didn't have a business card or anything. I don't have business cards. Mm. And I also was trying to keep it like fairly casual. I didn't want to be pushy just because of the, the situation we were in. Yeah. And so I just, I just said, okay, cool. Yeah, that would be, that would be great. But now that that has passed, I decided I'm going to proactively reach out to him and, and say, Hey, if you ever want to talk about this, let me know. And hopefully start down that road. Cause that could be, a, a really great project, I think, from what from what we were talking about. I love that. I uh, a couple of pointers, maybe for you or for listeners. I've reached back out to clients before, or you know, sponsors, or any anything like that, where you're trying to sort of build a partnership. And using the words, I have some availability in the coming weeks, or I have some ab- availability next month, is like a like an interesting psychological like I'm not trying to mislead anyone but but there is like this oh he's available now and and even though he hasn't said it he might not be available later you know like like hey uh it was great to chat with you and I was just checking in to see if you still needed help with uh that you know that the spreadsheet we were talking about I do have some availability in October so you know if 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 you'd like to jump on that we can definitely get moving with it or whatever like there's kind of this um, yeah. like I'm available now <laughs> and, and I can't guarantee that I will be later that, that tends to help people not put it off or whatever. So anyway, uh, fun, fun little that's a great idea. tip, I suppose, but that's exciting, man. That's really great. And that, that could potentially turn into other, you know, local clients and, uh, and not sort of non upworky clients as well. Yeah. And if they were to see, Hopefully, I, I think like if they were to see what sorts of things we could build together, they may end up having lots of other projects. They That'd may be, be awesome. able to refer, you know, pe- like just like you're saying, get more local clients in. And that would be fun. Of course, there'd be some logistical changes, not going through Upwork, but I would be definitely open to that as I would be able to keep that um, like Upwork's transaction fee for myself and pay myself to do those extra logistics yeah. And so I'd be okay with that trade off and see where this goes. Yeah. You know what you said about saying something like, oh, I have some availability now that I was actually kind of thinking, um, 
that I should have, this was at the end of last week. And I was thinking, oh, I'm going to message him soon because the week that we're in right now, uh, I am, and we've talked about this, but I don't think, I don't think the listeners know that I'm temporarily relocating to California, um, from Utah where I live now. My, my wife and her mother are out there. Um, her mother's there for some, for some health treatment stuff for cancer and they, they're going to a clinic out there. And so they're going to be out there for, you know, at least another month and I'm going to go out there and stay with them, which is awesome. Yeah. Side note that we can do that because of the flexibility of work arrangement and that we could talk on for hours as we have in the past. But (laughs) anyway, so I will be, I will be going there in just a few days actually. And recording the podcast from there, working from there, just like here. And I thought, you know, because this is a local client, even though I'm always fine to work remotely and Skype with clients and, and and in fact, sometimes prefer that. I also, I think it'd be nice to kind of try having like a, if they want to have like an introductory, you know, consultation or like where you like actually uh, go an to initial meeting in person. Yeah. Yeah. And so I thought, and I should have acted on this a few days ago, obviously, but I thought I should email him, do that proactive reach out now and say something. Um, now I have like the, the language you just gave, which is good to say something to the effect of like, Hey, I'm going to be leaving. I know it may be a long shot, but if you have a couple, you know, spare minutes this week, I could come down and meet you and we could go over things and it's possible that this isn't even something that he gets to make the final call on and wouldn't be able to put it together quick enough. But maybe if he knew like, Hey, if we want to meet with him in person and it could get them to push the ball down to whoever needs to yeah. make the decision. And it could just be a way of, even though it's, it's kind of like a false sense of urgency because we would be just as fine as has been proven with all the other clients I've worked with. We'd be just as fine to work remotely but it could, that kind of like semi-urgent feeling could help move this along and turn it into an actual, I think, yeah, uh, I think it's into an actual relationship. I think it's more legitimate than, than the thing I was saying, which is, which is like, I have availability now. I mean, it's, it's a legitimate, like if you'd like to meet in person, which I'd really like to do, you know, you could say to them, I'd really like to meet in person. And, um, if you'd like to do that too, you know, I'm going to be around for the next week, um, I would be sure to say, like, if not, I'd still love to do this over Skype. I've done it, you know, remotely with dozens of other clients. So I'm sure we can still handle it completely fine while I'm out of the state. But um, but I just, you know, if you wanted to meet in person quickly before we got started, I thought I'd let you know that I am going to be. It's almost like a courtesy thing that you're telling them. But really, uh, really, you know, back back in your business, it's like an actual marketing pitch, like it's a sales pitch. So. That's cool, man. I, uh, yeah, I think you should do it. And, and I think you should let us know how it goes. I definitely will. And now I'm, now I'm wondering if I'll, if I'll just come off a little odd by saying, Hey, can you meet tomorrow? (laughs) Because essentially that's what it's going to come down to, I think. And, and that might, I don't know. I, I'm not going to overanalyze that. I'm sure if, if not, he'll just say no. Yeah. I'm sure it'll work either way. I think there's lots of options still. And, People are still just people, right? So just normal people like Indeed. me and you. Well, good, man. I think uh, that's, that's maybe yeah. a good point to wrap up. You can you can 
let us know how it goes maybe next time uh i know do you want a quick website oh, update boy yes i should you know the, the show host should really remember the things that the show host says that we're <laughs> gonna do before yeah yeah give us like a it, it's okay to be really quick <laughs> give us like a one or two minute update i on, haven't uh, done anything <laughs> <laughs> all right that's the show folks <laughs> that's that's the end i mean so that's why we haven't talked about okay. it just because there's been nothing to update on it. I mean, that's why I've never brought brought it up anyway. It was something that I was working on and it real excited about and it was fun, but then I've had enough projects going on that I just haven't worked on worked on it, haven't needed to work on it in a way because yeah. I mean, as long as I have projects coming in, it's kind of a fun side project as much as it is like a helpful thing to have. Um I mean, there are definitely some benefits that would come to it, even if I didn't start getting clients through through that source, you know, just by having my own like work specific email to to run, you know, G Suite off of and things like that. And but even still, I just I, I still want to do it. Absolutely. And even just recently, what was oh, maybe it was because of I don't know, something in the last week, I remember like thinking of it again. I was like, oh, if only I had that already, this would be really good. But if I already had, you know, that that set up, I could have given this uh, potential client like a nice business card that has my name. I still could do yeah. that. I don't have to wait on a well, website. With the URL and- I could have some made up with my person. Yeah, I mean, it, it would look nice and all and look professional. But even still, that's... That's it. I haven't done anything on it, but I still want to. It's, it's just that right now I've been prioritizing, or for the last several months, I guess, I've just never put time to that because that time could instead go towards the projects I'm working on. I'm having such a conflict because I, I'm a huge proponent of like, don't waste your time on your business name or your logo or your website or your whatever. Like, focus on the things that are going to make you money in the beginning because, because. Yes. You know, if your goal is to quit your job, a fancy logo that takes you six months to figure out is not going to help you quit your job. What's going to help you quit your job <laughs> is like three clients that pay you, you know, $500 a month or $1,000 a month or whatever makes sense for your financial situation. And, and so focus on those in the beginning. But I'm the reason I'm conflicted is because you're now, you know, a year plus into this. And, and so I almost am like eating my own words because now it's like, well... You know, obviously, you you do you and you do what you want to do. But if but if I were in that situation, it would be like, okay, what am I? Am I like too busy um, shoveling the coal to 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 build a smarter train? You know what I mean? Am I too busy like working in my business yes. than working on my business and figuring out what the next level is for my business? And obviously then I'm conflicted because also like you don't want a 30 person business. And so there's also a stopping point there. And so there's, it's this interesting space that you're in where you've, you've got traction, you're supporting yourself with the money that you're making and the clients that you have, but you can also sort of sense that maybe you should be doing this other stuff, but there's no real urgency to it. And so, yeah, it's, it's a really, really interesting situation. So do you think, I mean, do you think you'll have, is it still in the plans or in the cards to fairly soon get a website up or is that like way back burner now no yeah and actually talking to you i feel like it's definitely like rising in in priority 
both because it's it's like it's regaining that like idea of oh that would be fun to build but also because i'm seeing the importance of it and what you just said like i totally agree with first of all the things where you said like don't focus on these things too much at the beginning you need to just focus yeah, on getting money you know, in the door getting some like if you can get clients without that then do that yes. for now like prove the concept first yeah. of all and then but i also really agree with what you said that you know, I'm, I'm a year into it and all of a sudden I, I got kind of like self-conscious. I was like, Ooh, I wonder if it almost makes it look even like worse, like not worse, but like, Oh, this is just a little side thing. Mm-hmm. He's not really oh, that yeah, serious I about it. it I don't think I can't imagine that anyone's ever made that call because everything, maybe if I'm trying to get clients off of Upwork, if I were to give this guy, I was just talking about like my Gmail address it might be like, oh, he just does these weird things on the side. Again, it may not ever dissuade someone from working for me, like maybe 1% yeah. of the people, if even that, maybe it would. But even still, there there is something to that it perhaps. Could, I mean, it that, could potentially... Oh, this isn't like his yeah, real his, like, thing. Yeah, full-time thing. It could potentially you know, uh, impact your rates, what you feel like you are confident enough to charge or what people are willing to pay. Uh, like it, it could impact a few things outside of Upwork. I mean, that's a valid... You've you've proven the model inside of Upwork. As you branch out of Upwork, you need and you need like a like as you communicate, right? You could potentially, like you said, an email address that has your company name instead of Gmail. These little details uh, build trust and confidence as people are getting ready to hire you. So, I that's it's an interesting crossroads you're at. Uh, it'll be interesting to watch over the next while if you feel like it becomes more and more necessary. Uh, you know, if, if you try to do this, this client meeting and they say, where can we look at some of your previous work, which maybe doesn't happen with you as much, but with designers or writers, illustrators, web developers, like that happens all the time, right? They say, where can I see this stuff you've done previously? And you have to have somewhere that you can send them. Sometimes Upwork isn't the best place because you're limited by what Upwork offers, especially publicly to just any old visitor. So yeah, it's, it's an interesting crossroads you're at. Yeah, I think that something you said there is a big deal. Like maybe I wouldn't, uh, me having just a Gmail address for now um, wouldn't be enough to dissuade someone from hiring me, period. But if I want to ask for a higher rate, they may not feel the the connection between the professionalism of the rate and the professionalism of what, yes, I'm, exactly. what I'm putting myself out there as. So that could totally be, be it. And I won't know until I try it. Like what you're saying about the train, that, that definitely makes sense to me. I'm like, oh, well maybe, and I was even saying this just a few minutes ago in the episode, maybe, you know, I'm just, the time I would have spent building this business or building this website, I've just been actually doing the work instead. And I think there's, you know, there's sense in what I was saying, but also at the same time, someone could be like sitting there with their head down, shoveling coal for a dollar an hour. And, they think it's great, but they may not realize what's possible. So I'm, I'm totally open to the fact of, you know, being wrong. Like maybe even though I feel like things are really great right now, maybe they could be even better by attracting work outside of Upwork, by being able to raise my rates even higher, which yeah. I've had that experience before and been pleasantly yeah. surprised. Yeah. And Or maybe turning it into a, 
uh, like we've talked about before, it's sort of an agency where we offer these services to people. I'm totally open to all those things, even if I'm not like gung ho moving towards them right, right now. Right. The agency. And I think, and I think the, the, I guess my big concern is like, um, like getting three, five years down the road and going, Oh man, I really wish I had done this when I was a year in because now I'm five years in, I have so much work and so many clients. I just can't even like come up for air long enough to figure out how to make more or, or build more processes or have more freedom. And then eventually you've almost built yourself a job, you know, uh, instead of a, a business. It, it's a definite risk. I think a lot of people run up against it. Um, so yeah, I'm excited to see, I'm excited to see what you do. I think either way, I think you'll do the right thing. Like you, you tend to make decisions based on the right things, meaning how you want to live your life, how you want your business to look, uh, and that kind of thing. So I think I'm sure you'll do whatever's right for you and we're excited to hear how it goes. Well, thank you for saying that. Um, I, I, I definitely try to do that. And I think what now that we've been talking about this, which turned out to be, you know, maybe we should have expected this, not as quick of an update on the website as often happens. But now that we've been talking about this, I, I do feel like I, I, I'm more cognizant of all the, the benefits that would come from it. So I do want to make, make that a point. Maybe after, you know, move to California, settle in there, kind of get back. We, we should bring this up in a, in a podcast episode in, in a week or two. And maybe get I'll get some accountability checking <laughs> from you, and I'll say like I'm going to try to get this ready by such and such a date, and by you know three episodes from now have something up and running and or whatever. Yeah, case I'm happy. Be. I'll put it on a list. We'll check in in a few episodes and we'll see where we're at with it. Um, but yeah, yeah, that sounds great. Before we uh, hop off the air, though, just a reminder for listeners: the show notes for this episode can be found at freelancelifepodcast.com. This episode uh, was brought to you by Scout Puppy and Poster Burner. Again, visit posterburner.com and scoutpuppy.com. Thank you so much to those sponsors for their support. My Freelance Life is a production of Milo. You can learn more about us and listen to our other podcasts. Yes, we have other podcasts and you should listen to them. In fact, we've got a new one coming out later this fall. Just a little teaser there, but I will share more details soon. You can listen to our other shows at milo.co slash podcasts. That's M-I-L-L-O dot C-O slash podcasts. The show was edited by Danny Gilman at equipodmedia.com. Check out Danny's work there and hire him. If you've got a podcast you need help on, he's fantastic to work with. The theme music for this show is a song by Joaquin Carud called Road Trip, which just lights me up every time I listen to the show. We will talk to you next time on episode 24 of My Freelance Life. Thanks, Andy. We'll see you later. See you.